Patriots. It's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the R-Truth about today's current events. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast, Episode 77. Bravo. How are you today, sir? 77 episodes. Yes, I sense a strong disturbance in the force yes. here in the United States. Everything's just fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. We're fine. How are you? I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, you know, hey, listen, everybody, welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast. You know, we have a lot of material to cover today. What we'd like to do today is something a little bit different. Generally speaking, we'll talk a lot about current events, but, you know, everybody's very occupied with a lot of stuff that's going on. So, you know, welcome to two lifelong friends just passing along our weekly conversations about politics and current events. And we're glad you came along with us for the ride. So if you would, please take a moment to give us a subscribe subscribe to us share and give us a rumble or a thumbs up wherever you find us uh, or or rate us in your podcast app that uh, you do use we're pretty much everywhere we're mm-hmm. almost a household name not not even close not even close no not even close but we do want to thank a shout out the person that let us know our levels were off i think we fixed them i, I, I would i hope so I hope we've got them fixed. You know, hey, listen, you know, uh, we don't have much of a production budget around here, so we're doing the best we can. So, you know, hey, you can contact us on Getter, and that that seems to be probably the best place to get information from us uh, and Telegram. Uh, Signal 50 Podcast on Telegram is where we put out some stuff, and our handles on both basically are Bravo Go 592 and Alpha Sierra 288 and the Signal 50 Podcast uh, official uh, channel on telegram you can just search signal 50 yeah, we're still waiting for that. truth social i'm still waiting well i haven't signed up yet i'm a little slow to the party so you know hey listen we got a lot of material to cover so you know hey listen have you been to the gas station lately i have and i yell oh. let's go brandon every single time i fill up oh jesus the colonoscopy is much more fun than pumping gas that's Holy, correct cost less mm-hmm. that's it good good lord it's crazy i it uh, 487 a gallon. Mm. And it's and it's not there seems to be no limit right now. It's going to oh, go higher. No. no, I don't think it's going to stop. I just right. I do not think that we have even remotely seen the end of the uh prices. So, no. you know, that being said, keep your eye on the on the stock markets. Um uh before we took our little break, we did a show a little bit about economics. So we talked about it a couple of times. Might have mentioned it. Um, I, I pulled everything that I had out of the market. Um, I thought that was a pretty smart move. As it turns out, I hate being right. Mm. I hate when I'm right. Yep. I hate when I'm right. I, I kind of smelled some bad stuff coming, and I decided it was too risky and too volatile. Pulled myself out of the market. You should see the commodity indexes today for, like, grain mm-hmm. and wheat. Oh. And those are the stuff that no one's really paying attention to. They all, you know, gas is like right in your face. But it, again, notice what's going on in the grocery stores. Notice what's going around on the shelves. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. You know, the, the price of everything is going to go up. Anyhow, you know, uh, that being said, you know, listen, we got some material to get into. And, and like I said, at the top of the program here, something a little bit different. Everybody's very, very, very consumed with what's going on in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. I got it. I get it. It's it's a big deal. Not even going to try to downplay that. But what happened when you weren't looking? Mm, squirrel. Mm, squirrel. <clears throat> Pfizer was re- forced to release uh, by judges' orders a bunch of data uh, surrounding their vaccination. Which they wanted to keep secret for 75 years. Mm. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Mm. Uh, the Adverse Events Report was released to the FDA uh, some time ago. Actually, it was released to us, and they right. gave to the, they wanted to hold on to it, and they used it to justify why they were making us all get a shot. Something like that, uh, or they wanted to hide that from us um, to... Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they so, wanted to hide it. To, to, to encourage people to you know, not be afraid to get the shot. Let's just say we're going to get into that here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let's just say it's eye-opening. Extremely. Extremely eye-opening data in in that report and the adverse events report. Uh, There's so much data that was released. I'm not the expert here. I'm not the subject matter expert. I'm just the talking monkey behind the microphone on that one. Uh, But 
the review has been crowdsourced because of the sheer volume of material and expertise needed to review from a community of people. Right. Correct. Yep. And then we'll get into that more later. Cause yeah, you bet. It's so moving along. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of material. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lot, but you need to be aware of it. And we'll tell you how to get to that information too. So, you know, Hey, listen, uh, the 800 pound gorilla in the room is definitely Eastern Europe, Ukraine, right? Mm -hmm. Things don't look good. Yeah. I mean, if again, mainstream media peddling their message, so are the, uh, politicians. Um, and, uh, there's not a lot of on the ground reporting coming from the area. They're kind of right. putting out there what they want us to see. It's pretty much yes. been a blackout. Well, we don't have any verifiable information coming from there. There's no major, uh, first of all, I have zero trust for the mainstream media. Correct. Uh, they have no problem lying to us for a number of years about a number of different things. So I'm not going to pay attention to them. You know, there, there've been a couple of ceasefires that they've declared, uh, for humanitarian corridors to get people out. And that seems not to have worked out very well for a number of different reasons. We'll get into that in a minute. And apparently today, Zelensky, he pled his case to the UK parliament over a video call because mm -hmm. he's, he's not going to, you know, I give the guy a lot of credit, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what's going on in the bigger picture. I don't know what's going on in the, you know, the strategic picture. I kind of understand it, but the tactical picture, I, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. I don't get what's happening on the street. We're not getting any information. The guy is definitely caught in the middle of a war zone mm -hmm. and he's not moving. Well, good. Yeah, for, the good sides, for yeah. The sides we're going to get into. I don't think the sides are as clear as everyone's making them out to be. I think that's completely possible. I don't think that we have any verifiable information that we can stand by. Correct. So, so we'll get into that here in a minute. So, okay, moving along. You know, we talked a lot about, you know, uh, some of the quick hits that we do, a uh, little update, reaching back into a couple of different shows that we've done. Uh, the People's Convoy. It's great. It's brought people together. That's right. It's now in the D.C. area, and that's their home for we're not sure how long. <laughs> Probably oh, till tomorrow. I think till when the till Wednesday uh, the ninth. Yeah, that's because people are getting more annoyed than they're uh, being impressed. Uh, yes. But it's uh, twice <laughs> as large. <laughs> oh, it's gigantic. I mean, it's a there's a number of people there, and uh, you know, some of the objective some of the objectives they have are a little bit a little bit mixed, and some of the messaging mm -hmm. was off. It's not like the Canadians at all. Uh, you know, bless those folks. The organizers are all in jail and probably will be for just about ever. Um, but, you know, bless them. They they were on point, on message. Our guys here, maybe not so tightly knit, but, you know, bless them. They're, they're doing good stuff there. Uh, a lot of people on the overpasses, like I said in the last program, I live pretty mm -hmm. close to the highway where they came down. They were staged out at Hagerstown uh, Speedway. Yep. And it's about an hour down to my place from Hagerstown, 45 minutes to an hour, maybe a little you know, approximation, about an hour and 15 minutes. And then they drive the beltway a number of times, you know, good number of people on the overpasses waving American flags for the deep blue area where I live. You know, that's really nice to see. Yep. And it all, all bringing together the people from all over the country, unity, uh, and trying to get uh, our government to pay attention to us. And uh, there have been, uh, small number of senators, not as many as I would like to see in Congress uh, folk who have gone out to them and talked to them. But uh, the people that really count, you know, the executive branch is just absent and they don't want to acknowledge it. And it's sad to see. It really is. You know, it's just, it's terrible. But hey, listen, you know, they're too busy trying to get us into global thermonuclear war. What can I tell you? Yeah, they're, they're running their agenda. I think that's exactly. that's really what it comes down to. And that, yes. the truckers are not on their agenda. No, they're not. Speaking of agenda, mm. speaking of agenda, you know, one of the things that we like to talk about is this Green New Deal, New World Order, you know, Great Reset. Yeah, we talked about it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. You know, <laughs> and you got you got this total jag off. Yeah. He's the transportation secretary. His name is Pete Buttigieg, Edge, 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 right? <laughs> And he, he's the one who went on on maternity leave, right? I guess he was oh, breastfeeding the, or something. Yeah. During the uh during the, the pandemic, yeah. Uh, oh, and and trying to get things to market and uh you know the supply chain issues. He was yeah, yeah. Nowhere to yeah. be found. I mean, I wish yeah, I had he, a job like that. Yeah, he was crucial during all that while he was out on maternity leave. Mm. It's just okay. 
Uh, great. Uh, yeah. So he, he told everyone to go out and, you know, he did a press conference. He said, well, everybody should just, you know, to eat, you know, because people, he's a transportation guy, right? Yep. Everyone's complaining about the price of gasoline. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's a, there's a financing officer at the corner of the lot. You go take out a loan to fill up your car. That's right. <laughs> crazy. I, I can, I have to laugh about it, Alpha, because it's just really that, that annoying and oh, upsetting. Yeah. Well, where were we uh, a little over a year ago? I mean, two nineteen a gallon, and now we're like four eighty seven a gallon. More in other places, especially yeah. the blue states. The blue states are just ridiculous. I was paying two two sixteen a gallon about a year ago. Yep, a little more. This moron, the same one. Uh, he says that uh, uh, we should all, uh, you know, load up. You know, get on our bikes. The problem is that he loaded up his Schwinn. In the back of a uh, 12 mile per gallon suburban, when he got about yep. a couple hundred yards away from his office, he stopped, got his bike out, and biked into the office, thinking that you know people weren't going to notice. And they got him right on tape. It was the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, they scrubbed a, it from the internet. We tried to find it, but they took it off. <laughs> what a douche! Yep. But that's what they tell us: go get a bike and and, and bike to work. Well, these people, these people are such frauds. They're yep. all frauds. Nope. Bravo. These I am so sick of all of the frauds in Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. They're frauds. Well, all of them. And we have to follow up on that because we need to vote them out. And we, you know, you got to you got to pay attention. You got to vote. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> Unfortunately, this guy's a, a cabinet member and he's a, he's right. he is a, a complete and total fraud. Yeah. Uh, former uh, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and everybody just hated him. And he, he's just, he was like the, him and Kamala Harris are like two of the worst people on the face of the earth, mm -hmm. you know, second and third only to Joe Biden, I think. Yeah. So here, here's the other movie. thing with, with, uh, this whole thing. So Buttigieg is using the Ukraine situation, uh, to be a trigger, you know, and, and the administration's also, you know, kind of jumping on the quote bandwagon, uh, to drive us, um, to shift to an electric economy that's powered by wind turbines and solar panels. Yeah, but that doesn't work. Both of those efficiencies don't get over 50%. I can tell you, if they're really concerned about the green economy and, and carbon footprints, which I said the last time, we all need carbon to live, people. The trees need it so we can breathe, okay? But when it comes to um, what you want something really efficient, and I'm not talking about putting big nuclear power plants like we used to 20 years ago. You can do micro power, uh, micro reactors yeah. in everywhere you need it. And it has enough power to give 100% of the time, 0% pollution. And they're very safe and they can, you know, they're not using as much uh, control rods as they did before. So come on, people, you want, you want ideas? That's, you know, the, the white house is uh, completely off their rocker when they even uh, Basaki there, circle back girl her messaging is just ridiculous and she answers questions like she's in um uh, a, a second grade debate club oh she's terrible she but, is. well she's she's quite a quick on her feet to cut to cut somebody you know with her snarky mm -hmm. lie responses but yeah. you know back to what you were saying about the small nuclear power plants there was an effort uh back in 2018 2019 uh, I was involved with the Center for the Advanced Nuclear Manufacturing, actually. Mm -hmm. And what the purpose was, was to start small microgrids of small local microgrids mm -hmm. using small nuclear power center cells. Right. Okay. You know, to power small town, to power, you know, multiple... Uh, distributed power sources around larger cities to feed the grid mm -hmm. uh, to decentralize power yeah, and to make it more sense. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we're talking reactors, the size of maybe two refrigerators. Right. And if they melt down, it's not going to be, well, they're not going to melt down because there's, they're not going to melt down. I mean, the, the technology is significantly different than it used to be. Right. Right. I mean, but look, it's very safe. Nuclear power is super clean it is it's really clean the only drawback is is the waste that comes out of it which isn't terrible no you put it in the mountain somewhere and the amount of waste is it's not so a lot. small so very small. small i mean so you, small. it's gonna take a long time to fill up that big underground vault 
Oh yeah. Well, if you want to, if you want to have a, 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 if you want to have an economy uh, and transportation based on electricity, you have to be all nuclear. You right. have to look at France. Right. You know, Germany spent years trying to tell France did not build nuclear power plants. Who's laughing now? Right. And actually, I heard the Germans are going back to it. But <laughs> today'd be a great day to be a nuclear power plant salesman, right? That's right. All right. Well, you know, so. <laughs> The but, White House is going to continue blaming Ukraine for everything that's going wrong. So just count on it, okay? Especially the price of fuel, which I oh. said in the last show. You know how you fix that, Alpha? Open up every spigot, start pumping the oil out of the ground. Drill, baby, drill. Drill, baby, drill. And everyone laughed. I remember my coworkers laughed at me when I said drill, baby, drill, and they thought I was nuts. But How, how are they laughing now? They can't even afford the broccoli to shove in their cars anymore. Broccoli powered right. cars. You can't even do that anymore. You know, it's really interesting. You know, uh, real quick here. We got just a quick minute before we have to move on. Mm-hmm. Saki was up on the up on the pulpit there the other day, blattering away. And she's and and it was Peter Ducey had said something and about the Keystone Pipeline. He he'd mentioned, you know, don't you think now would be a really good idea to start that thing back up again to help <laughs> ease things down? Well, you know, it just doesn't work that way. She says, you know, you, you know, the oil, it's not an oil well, blah, blah, blah. We're still transporting the oil and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's uh, a much more efficient and quicker way of transporting oil. Yeah. And she said additionally, well, it's going to take about a year for that to show any impact. Well, about a year ago or so, or maybe just a little more, with a stroke of a pen, we took our energy independence and we threw it down the toilet. Mm-hmm. These jagoffs are going to import oil from Venezuela and Iran. That is the, that I, I heard it's that. The most, also, it's insane. It's I, insane. I heard that and I said, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. And these people are laughing at us. and. I'm looking at, I didn't vote for this guy. That's all I can say. Didn't vote for this guy. I don't want him. Get rid of him. Our government is not run by serious people. Nope. They're not. Anyway. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are, we are, we did not have the best and the brightest did not show up to Washington DC and report for work. Okay. No, because they followed a feckless leader that's there right now. No, they're all, any... politi- they're all political actors. They're all they're all actors and actresses playing yep. a role, lining their own pockets. This is not a government of the people, by the people, and for the people anymore. This is okay. all about greed, and it's getting really, you know, the the quiet parts being said out loud now. It's becoming so obvious. Mm-hmm. It's so obvious. It's just painful. Anyhow, we got to move on here a little bit. Okay, so. I am not the subject matter expert on what we're about to talk about. I have opinions. I'm able to analyze data and I have a, a an operational understanding of the data. Mm-hmm. But as we said in the top of the program, Pfizer was forced by a judge to release adverse event data yep. and paperwork and documentation surrounding their vaccine protocol. So let's tell you a little bit about what, what was released and, We'll go through this and we'll get into a little bit more detail and back and forth in a second here, but we want you to understand what, what, what the overview is here and and why this is important right here. So what is the report? So the report is the data that a court is mandated to be released. Remember Pfizer wanted to hold on to this for 75 years and not let it out. And you'll find out why in a minute, the, um, reported Pfizer data, um, that was, collected were by medical providers seeing patients and reporting it. And then there was a, another, uh, uh, basically Pfizer contracted the collection court, you know, consultants to get it all together. Then it was given to Pfizer. Pfizer writes the reports for the post authorization safety data. So in other words, um, as mandated by the, the emergency use authorization by the FDA, the uh, f- companies, not, not just Pfizer, but Moderna and also Johnson Johnson were responsible for reporting the data to the FDA so that they can continually assess the program. Okay. It's a pretty standard way of doing things. So uh, in the report, what you'll find is lots and lots and lots of adverse side effects that were not. Uh, uh, disclosed. In other words, 
why wasn't it disclosed? We'll talk about that in a second. But well, wait a minute. Guys, when you mean not disclosed, does that mean like when you showed up to get your vaccination, they probably should have told you about this stuff? It's part of informed consent. That's correct. Ah, okay. We'll get onto that in a minute. We'll get into that in a minute, but it, it is it is actually frightening. And there's so much data. Again, 55,000 pages were just released March 5th. And some uh, some advocacy groups are coming up with some really cool ways of, of doing of reviewing this data, including crowdsourcing. So they get people to kind of volunteer to to look it over. Dailyclout.io, if you're interested in looking at this, you don't have to be a medical provider or someone that could, you know, you, you just read through it and you say, wow, that doesn't look right. And there's numbers or that doesn't make sense. And you take a screenshot of it and you explain what your concern is in 300 words or less and you send it into them. Um, yes. Anyone can do this. So you sign up on dailyclout.io, you go under their campaigns page, and then you send that in. So what do they do with all these emails coming in? Um, there's a second level review by healthcare professionals, legal professionals. They consolidate all the data and um, they'll go through it. Now, I'll, I'll stop here for a second half and just let you know um, that uh, I got a hold of, of one of those reports. And um, yes. let my opinion, um, and we're going to go through this a little bit more, um, it is frightening. I'm just going to preface this to everyone that if if you knew the contents, of, if the if the proper mechanisms of the entire system were in place, the FDA was doing their job and the CDC was doing their job, and Pfizer was honest and not corrupt. I have to. I'm going to use that word, Alpha. It's corrupt. Then I think the the things should have been a lot different. But we're going to let's talk about the contents. Right. So in the report, here are the contents. Um, so the data would suggest that this is a product that should have not been administered to patients. Okay. And we'll show and we'll tell you why in a second. That that's sound? a that's that's a big statement. That's right. There was no informed consent to the patients due to this material being withheld. In other words, Many of us who got the shots, we went there and they said, oh, you're allergic to anything? We, that's the only thing we really know about. Their nose should have grown 10 feet long, just like Pinocchio. Right. Now, the, in this particular report that, that I got a hold of, the, um, the um, events, okay, the, the uh, events. Ad adverse ad events. Adverse events, thank you. I always say you got to spell out your acronyms first. Anyway. <laughs> true, true. Uh, adverse events. Now, there's a cohort, meaning a group of uh, a population that was being studied. That's that's the, the technical terms for this. 46,086 were the group that were represented in these events up until February 2021. Okay? February 28th, 2021, to be precise. Now, the data... Uh, is shown in this 38-page report. Overall, takeaways. Here we go. You ready, everyone? 52% of the people that have been taken the, quote, vaccine, unquote, that's air quotes for everybody, have had serious adverse effects. And we'll talk about that in a second. And 3% of the sample group suffered fatalities reported by clinicians. Okay? Reported by the clinicians. And whoa, 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 whoa. And well, yeah, well, 3%. well, well hold, hold on a second there, Bravo. Mm -hmm. Did you did you say three percent of the forty six thousand people? Yeah, died from the died. vaccine as a direct yeah. result, documented in Pfizer's own words from yes. the vaccine. Yes. In fact, the number that they were talking about was one thousand two hundred twenty three out of forty six thousand and eighty six. So right. our math says three percent. Right. However. Well, wait there's also, a, but there's more, but wait, there's more underneath that line. They say unknown. Now, normally in a table of a, of a document like this, they explain in the footnotes what unknown is, you know, inappropriate documentation, you know, forgot to write it down. We're not sure. Uh, illegible records. None of that was listed. None of it at all. So there's a nice round number of unaccounted for results. Unknown results. 
Unknown. Right, unknown. So 9,400 unknown. Okay, so taking worst case scenario into mind. Okay, mm -hmm. Bravo's a subject matter expert here on the subject matter on statistics and math, right? Mm -hmm. Now, one could reasonably assume or you know, draw the conclusion that 9,400, since we don't know the disposition of the 9,400 people that had a severe adverse reaction right. in that chart, they could range anywhere from, you know, a severe adverse reaction, which we'll get into in a minute, to death. Correct. So worst case scenario, we have a documented and verified 3% fatality rate from the vaccine itself. Mm -hmm. Leading up to a nearly 25% fatality rate if those unaccounted for people and undocumented people actually died. I don't think that's the case, but it's possible. Again, this, we don't know. And the problem is there's no explanations. And it seems right. to have been put together rather quickly, in my humble opinion, just saying. Um, not very uh, thorough, I guess is the best way to put it. Right. Now, there, hmm. uh, well, <laughs> so basically overall, okay, so um, if you take all the numbers through the 28th of February, 2021, again, everyone who got the Pfizer shots, this is not Moderna, this is not Johnson Johnson. Just Pfizer. Just Pfizer. There was a total of 42,086 cases that we talked about. And 25,379 medically confirmed adverse effects along with that. Now, those are from medical providers that wrote it down and reported it to, to the reporting group that gave it to Pfizer that then wrote up this report. Right. And there were 16,707 non-medically confirmed uh, reports totaling uh, altogether 158,893 events for, 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 remember, a population of 42,086. <laughs> that means 50% of the people said they felt something, and then the people that felt something had multiple side effects, not just one. So about 320% or 315%, uh, th well, 300, 305% incidence of multiple uh, side adverse events from the 42,080. Yep. Now, while we were talking about, <laughs> now, this should this is going to blow your mind too. Now, remember, I want let's compare to what's known, right? We'll compare it to a tetanus shot, a flu shot, like not, the newer ones, but the older types of flu shots, um, measles, mumps, rubella shots. Just think about, compare that as we talk about what happened with these Pfizer shots. Okay. So multiple body system side effects, multiple body systems. Now we're talking about eyes, ears, nose, throat, stomach, nerves. Okay. Th that's considered a body system, right? Yeah. All the systems come together and make you. Okay, able to see, able to hear, talk, blah, blah, blah. All your plumbing, electrical, and carpentry. <laughs> right? Yep, exactly. So let's let's talk about besides the general ones that I expect. I was telling you, you get a tetanus shot, your arm is sore, you get some body aches, you know, maybe a low-grade fever. Most people just have some arm pain, you know, where the site, where the injection was, and they're, they're fine. They take some Advil, you're good, no problems. What the concerning side effect to me with these Pfizer shots are that we talked about multiple body systems, that people are having cardiac side effects, neuro side effects, neurologic side effects, GI side effects, and many other places that I, it's not supposed to happen. Okay. Compare it to your knowns. Compare it to a tetanus shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, not normally seen with a new drug. So when a new drug comes on the market, Think about Vioxx. Everyone remember Vioxx. It was supposed to be this great uh, aspirin or ibuprofen that didn't give you an upset stomach, right? Um, it only took about four or five people that dropped dead of a heart attack <laughs> taking Vioxx, and they yanked it off the market, and you couldn't get it anymore. And how do I know that? Because I was prescribing Vioxx. I remember it. None of my patients came to it, but they dropped dead. And then all of a sudden it was gone. I was like, oh, darn, I kind of liked it. I liked the thought and the process. And there's another drug out there that can actually do it. But 
You understand how the quick trigger the FDA used to have to yank these medications off. Okay. So as a lay person here, mm-hmm. well, somewhat lay person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not to guess. You've got a, a sample group of 46,086, 46086, mm-hmm. 46,086 people. 52% of those people had a serious side effect of some sort. Correct. And 52% of those people, or, or in that 52%, they had multiple serious side effects. Right. And you know what they commented at the end of each one of those sections? Nothing to see here. Nothing Moving to see along. here. We're going to continue monitoring. We do not That's see right. any. The no issues more. here. There's no issues. There's no issues. Everything's fine. And I'm like, what? And I couldn't believe when I read it. I showed it to you, Alpha, You did, and you saw the same words I did. And I was like, holy cow, I cannot believe that people will let this go through. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about nothing to see here. Everything is just fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine here. Everything's yep. fine. How are you? Oh, fine. Well, you know what really shocked me as a layperson? I'm reading through this, and and what they found was, Nursing mothers, their babies were having serious issues. Right. And pregnant mothers were losing their babies. That's right. You had spontaneous abortions and miscarriages and all sorts of crazy business. And uh, we'll get into that in a minute. I'm sorry. I'm ahead of myself here. That's right. But you know what? That's that's the real problem. Insane. I mean, doesn't I mean, listen, I'm like a layperson, but isn't that like a a huge black box warning at the very least? Black box warning, and we'll get into this at the end because we're going to get into yeah, now oh, side effect okay. ranges. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There we go. go. Because crazy. you're going to, everyone, I hope you're sitting down because this is what, this is what this, this drug, okay? This drug was documented to be doing and they still wanted to cover it up. Here you go. You ready? Nothing to see here. Everything is fine though. We're going to send a squad up here. I wish they would have. Yes. Go ahead. Star Wars. Anyway. Fire it up. Fire away. Cardiovascular issues. Now. Um, remember how I said, compare it to your tennis shot. How many tennis shots do you know, Alpha, that caused cardiovascular issues like clots, pulmonary embolisms, heart attacks, myocardial infarctions, like, you know, heart attacks, dysrhythmias, things that the electrical system of the heart were completely affected and were not beating properly. Cerebral embolisms, clots that formed and caused strokes, hemorrhagic strokes, you be brain, <laughs> bleeding in your brain. Okay, now these are not small numbers of people of the 52% of the sample size that had these effects. No, there were numbers upwards of 10%, give or take. And it seemed like they were hiding some other numbers and not reporting others. And the report was extremely um, vague, vague and purposefully not detailed enough and inappropriate conclusions. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's just cardiovascular issues. Move along. Moving along to neurologic side effects, seizures, body weakness, paralysis, visual issues. Your eyes are not, your eyes are one big nerve network and they weren't working. And the psychological issues that go with it, which kind of are a little bit separate, but that's, that's what they clumped it under. It's shook my head. Talking about OBGYN, you had spontaneous miscarriages. You had menopausal women that thought they were all done with the with the menstruation we're having menstruation all over again yes There's, that's crazy fertility issues people could not get pregnant they had decreased sperm counts and they had um eggs that weren't functioning properly now we talk about things medications that should not be given during pregnancy you should not be taking chemotherapy during pregnancy that that's not a good idea. You should not be taking an ibuprofen during pregnancy. Okay. Tylenol has pretty much been known to be safe, according to the OBGYNs out there. Anyway, the harm to the babies, not only in the in the uterus, where they're having these, all of a sudden these these abortions are ha- or these miscarriages are happening, but when they're when they're breastfeeding. Out of the out of the big cohort here, and they they said, remember how they said it was safe and effective, and it was fine sure. for pregnant women. The nursing babies started having irritability, sleeping problems, inability to grow, and uh, stomach GI issues yep. from the breast milk of the mom, which is the best stuff, better than cow's milk. Just saying, better than anything. All right, 
now let's talk about some of the GI issues. You know, your stomach, you have, you know, you, you had a bad burger or something, you had the runs. Well, people are having the runs continuously ever since they got the shot. Awesome. Bowel obstructions, you know, your, your pipes or <laughs> that's the only thing, the way things move all of a sudden they're stopping up. Either they're plugged up or they, the mechanical part of it is not working. Yep. Generalized plumbing, plumbing and electrical plumbing that's and electrical. Right. And, and generalized GI distress where it's general in nature. Again, don't take my word for it. Go online, get the Pfizer information, look for yourself. I'm telling you, you don't need to be a rocket scientist or a medical professional to figure this out. Hey, okay? we're not making this stuff up. Anybody out there that wants to be skeptical of what we're saying, great. Please be skeptical. Of what Email we're me. I will be happy to send you the, the report where I took this all from. Sig50podcast at protonmail.com. I'll be happy to send this to you. I will send you, I will send you, um, your choice, but you know, I'll send you the, the report and you can look at it yourself anyway. Um, now here's some things that we're seeing in kids. Again, remember your tennis shot. How many tennis shots alpha have you known that cause heart attacks, GI distress, uh, spontaneous abortions, uh, miscarriages? Uh, never. Okay. So now in kids. Now we're seeing in kids things that I, I just have to shake my head and say, why are we even giving this to kids? Here we go. Shingles in children that have been vaccinated and it's this chronic shingles. They're getting it and they keep coming back and coming back and coming back after they got the shot. And this stuff's painful. You know, shingles is nothing to be laughing at. It hurts. No, 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 no. I live in fear of that because I had chicken pox at a late age and so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about liver issues caused by everyone knows mono. Everyone remembers that the kissing disease when they were in college, yep. you know, uh, Epstein Barr. A lot of us get it when we're young and it, it kind of goes into hiding. Um, and one of the big concerns that we have with Epstein Barr that not a lot of people had many years ago was you can get an enlarged liver and liver enzymes and things like that. We're seeing now amongst the pediatric population who get this Pfizer shot where they said it was fine to give the kids. Now we're seeing liver issues up the yin-yang from Epstein-Barr reactivation. And all they have is liver issues. They don't have the sore throat or anything else. How does that make you feel? All right. <sighs> now, this is one, again, think about your tennis shot. Does it cause all these things? Autoimmune disorders. What do we talk about autoimmune? I said it in the last show. Autoimmune disorders are almost like you have... Um, uh, your body's eating itself or attacks itself. Yes. Okay. Now these, these disorders were all listed in the, the art in, in the, uh, in the paper, the 38 page paper that they submitted for this February 28th time, time area. Rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, Addison's disease, hormonal imbalances, diabetes. And here's the big one. Okay. And this has nothing to do with the HIV virus, but people are getting acquired immune deficiency disorders. Yes. From the They're, shot. They are acquiring an immune deficiency disorder. This is not the classical AIDS. That's correct. Now, after going over this myself, going over it with Alpha, I said to myself, God almighty, there's far too many side effects with this to be a vaccine or let alone even be distributed. It's just too many. Okay. Yep. And, and, they were letting, and they were letting the clerk from Publix jab people in the arm with no informed right. consent. Oh, and that there were, they also talked about errors. Do you remember that part? We really didn't mention that here, but there were yeah. enough medication errors and things yes. that like, who the hell was giving this medication? Now you just said it alpha people like the Publix clerk who is not medically trained. EMTs are fine. You, EMTs can give a sub uh, subcutaneous a uh, intramuscular shot, but public clerks don't know what they're doing. Okay, so that that was a that was in that report also. But yes. informed consent could never be given by you, the the patient. What do I mean by informed consent? Well, informed it means it means to me that somebody would have had to make me aware of the possible consequences of the medication I was about to take. Let me give me the give me the choice to take it or not. Yes, let me let me put you this way, Alpha. If you were to sign the, an informed consent, and my my role in doing informed consent is, hi, you we would like to do this procedure. 
let's say I want to I want to stitch a, a suture a wound or stitch up a a wound that you have, and I say here are the risks and here are the benefits. You can have an infection. You can have the you know, the wound can fall apart. You can have massive scarring, even though we put it together nicely. Uh, these are the things you need to look out for. Do you still want to have the procedure? Yes. Yes, I like to have my wound closed so I don't get infections. Okay. Thank good. you. Sign here. Let's go. Sign here. Let's go. Now, does anyone remember them handing you a packet? You would have to have three oh, pages of very small print of all these things listed. Would you take something like this, Alpha? It, I looked at the side effects pages, you know, where they listed them out. It's like the Encyclopedia Britannica of what could go wrong. That's right. Every single one of these. And they're all docked in multiple systems. This is, this was not informed consent, everyone. This wasn't. Okay. No. And, 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 and it's not a vaccine. No, it's not. It's not a traditional vaccine. And they, I, and they even called it out in the, in the paperwork, in the report, it, as gene therapy. Right. It's gene therapy. Would any of you want that kind of shot if it was gene therapy? No. It's great for cancer treatment, I guess, but I'm not, you know, who knows what this stuff's going to do. We're trying to treat a flu. Aye. A very nasty flu. Yeah, yeah. But we could have done it better. So here's, let's talk about what what my my conclusions were, you know, what would, what again, what I would have done if I would have had this information in front of me. This should have been given uh, as a treatment for the uh, people that are elderly, immunocompromised, um, people that are at high risk for getting this and then dying, succumbing to a, you know, a flu complication. Okay. But it, it should not have been um, a mass population who should have been allowed uh, to obtain this 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 vaccine. We should have let the 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 bug, you know, COVID, go through the population so we can reach herd immunity. Right. All right. And again, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it out loud. We should have been using treatments, repurposed treatments. We know we're safe. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, they do not cause heart problems. They do not cause issues when used appropriately. In the studies they used, they did not use them appropriately and used large amounts of medication that were hurting people. And then... And I'm not sure I trust the results anyways. Yeah. Well, that's another... We can talk about the, the methodology here in a second. But with over the takeaway here is you don't rush to produce a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic. Focus well, should have been on intervention and treatment. Well, let me put it to you in, in my terms that, that, mm -hmm. uh, let me help, let me help under, put this in terms that everybody, uh, can understand. Mm -hmm. You don't learn how to fight in the middle of a fight. That's a really bad time to learn how to fight. You learn how to right. fight after Correct. or before. Okay. So we were, we were learning in the middle of a pandemic on how to treat a very bad virus, admittedly a very bad virus, with, with experimental medication that nobody had time to properly study and test. And had they done it, they would have never allowed this to be injected into anybody under normal circumstances. I, and I don't think any right-minded right, right -minded person would allow it to be injected into them. No. I would. No way. No way. I would have uh -huh. known then when I know now. No oh. way. No way. And they're still trying to push us on. One size does not fit all, and it's wrong, medically right. and ethically. Yes. And if you and, don't tell people what the potential consequences of taking a medication are, you are not obtaining consent. And instead of having this conversation when this first came out, which we tried to do in season one of our show, do you remember this, Alpha? Oh, yeah. We were, we were barred okay. from YouTube. They took it canceled. down. We yeah. were canceled. People thought we were nuts. Well, guess what? We weren't nuts, and we were following the rules of why, no, no way. Exactly. And those of well, you who've heard our shows from the past will know exactly what we're talking about. Look, this is all uh, this is all tough material, right? This is a lot, and the material's out there for everybody to find. We didn't make this up. And nope. it doesn't bring us any pleasure. You know, I wanted to be wrong. Me too. And say that everything was fine because a lot of our friends, neighbors, and family members 
have taken these treatments, you know, either, you know, with their own, you know, willingly or have been coerced by losing their job, losing their livelihood, not being able to travel, the, the promise and the threat of not being able to go there, here, there or anywhere else, the vaccine passport crap, all of this nonsense. It was all forced upon people. That's people right. didn't weren't given a choice. And people weren't told the potential side effects and pitfalls of taking this medication. Yep. And God only knows how much damage it is. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Zelenko. Right? Yep. Great interview on the X22 report from well, last Saturday. Well, this guy, this guy's been right about everything. Yep. Okay. Zev Zelenko was like, okay, you know, let's use Israel as a good example. One shot of mRNA, okay. Two shots, not really so good. Third shot, you're really pushing your luck. Fourth shot, not so good. You're you're going to have some problems, and you are going to acquire an immune deficiency problem. Yeah, you are going to have serious, serious, serious trouble. And the other thing he talks about is God versus man. Are we going to have our faith in God? Are we going to, you know, he's, he's given us immune systems on for a reason. Yep. That's a wonderful commandment. The 10 commandments say, uh, you should not bear false gods or false, you know, idols in front of me. And everyone ran to man and, uh, the false gods that they were promising that this was 95% effective, that it was, it was safe and effective baloney. Yeah, oh, terrible, is, terrible, uh, terrible. This terrible. is something to come back to God with, I think, a little bit. Anyway. Terrible. Well, we'll get into the theological aspect of all this another time. Yep. Well, all right. So, you know, we do have an 800-pound gorilla in the room, and we wanted to talk a little bit about what was going on with the vaccines because, you know, it's it's going to affect a lot of people. And nobody's talking about it because everybody's focused on, you know, what's going on in Ukraine, obviously. Mm-hmm. And... uh let, let's just say, from my point of view and my perspective, things aren't looking good, right? No. It, it's an awful situation. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's no doubt, don't ever mistake anything that we say as anything other than having complete and total sympathy for the total and complete tragedy and epic. It, this is a tragedy of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. You've got a whole population on the run from the Russians and from the Ukrainians, mm-hmm. potentially. So we just need to take a take a breath here, right? So let's talk a little bit about it. You know what we what do we know? What we've been we don't know anything, really. Right. Do we know anything concrete for sure, or we just know what we're told? There's not. There's a big blackout from the media, the mainstream media on this. Right. I, I'm not sure what to believe, and I'm not sure what's real, what's not real. We just spent five years or six years of the media continually spinning a narrative and lying to us, right? Yep. About COVID. About COVID, about Russia, 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 about uh, Putin putting bounties on soldiers' heads and in Afghanistan, Um uh, Etc., etc., etc. You know, the PP dossier, the black ledger, all of this bull. I don't know what to believe and what not to believe anymore. Okay. I can we can only comment on what we're we're being reported, what's being reported, you know. So there have been a couple of ceasefires and evacuation corridors were granted by the Russians and Ukrainians agreed on that. And apparently those evacuation corridors were shelled. Who shelled them? We don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. You? And, and again, there's no, there's no cameras on the scene. We're on the scene with a big old, you know, oh my gosh, the bombs are coming. Nothing. You don't have any of that. No. Do, do I want to believe that the Ukrainians are the good guys here? Yes. I'd, I'd love to make, you know, the Russians out to be the bad guys. I don't know about that. Alpha. I don't know either. Uh, I don't know. Right. But I'm not really willing to commit to a, a, a position. Right. I don't know. Right. You know, so what I can tell you is the reports are 1.5 million people have fled the country already. Mm-hmm. That's not nothing. That's right. So Poland and Romania are going to be absorbing a quite a bit of a population increase. Mm-hmm. My understanding is the poll. You know, look, I know a lot about the polls. 
I don't know that much about the Romanians, but if they're anything like the Poles, the Poles, generally speaking, are very, very good people. Very good people. They're tough. They're smart. They're well-educated. They're humanitarian people. They're not animals. Right. They're very, very, very much like Americans. Yeah. I mean, Zelensky uh, went and pled his case to the UK uh, Parliament today via Zoom. Um, yes. And it was an emotional plea. Sure. Really, you know, and... Uh, you know, the words um, on what is happening uh, to his people. He, he really put on, you know, he's he's an actor too, but, you know, uh, but our, you know, we can't allow these emotions to run everything and run reality. So I would have to say that that's something you got to really think about, especially uh, right. when it comes down to, uh, you know, what are we supposed to do here? You know, we can't you can't run on emotion. What what are we supposed to do? I mean, it's like everyone's like, do something. You know, Americans, we want to do something, right? right. But you know what happens if you put a no-fly zone in? That's that, an act of that's war. Gonna, that's going to be an act of war. All right. If we're futzing around with money systems in Russia, that's an act of war too. By the way, could be construed as an act of war, right? Supplying weapons through Poland to to uh, the Ukrainians, that could be construed as an act of war. Right. My my understanding is is that the Poles are going to be lending or signing title over to MiG fighters to the Ukrainian Air Force. They're going to transfer them to Ramstein, Germany, and then the Ukrainians are going to fly them into battle. That could be construed as an act of war. Right. And why? Okay. You know. So but, we're we're walking we're walking a real tightrope here, right? Yeah. Why would we? I mean, do we really need to ask like this? I mean, there were demands made by Putin that. You know, do this, this, and this, and they really seem reasonable. I got to be honest with you, Alpha. They're not that, you know, everyone needs to come outside and get shot. No, that he said we want this. We want Crimea. You know, recognizes part of Russia. We want two republics of Ukraine to be considered um, their own independent places, and you, Ukraine, are never to join the European Union or NATO. It's pretty reasonable to me. I got to be honest with you. Well, in the face of a potential complete wipeout of your entire population, that might be a deal worth considering. I can understand why the Ukrainians would be reluctant to, you know, cozy up to him in any way, shape, or form. I get it. I get it. It's like, who is he to dictate your destiny? Right. Just because he wants to. You know, and that's that's part of it. It's it's all a terrible situation. Yeah. My big fear is somebody does something to Article Five NATO into a fight. Again, if you're running on emotions, Alpha, then you're going to be in big trouble. We, we just can't. Americans don't like it. Nope. Um, I don't like it either. For, you know, I don't know, you know, or stand for this kind of nonsense. But nope. It's, uh, it's been too long. Hey. We're the guys that used to run into the burning buildings after perfectly good strangers. I know. But you think thing. I don't want to run into this burning building with a rifle in my hands and go help fix the problem? But we can't. No, because it's not our fight. It's not our fight, number one. Unfortunately, it, this is not our fight. Secondly, no matter what we do, could escalate this into a much larger fight. And you mentioned earlier, Alpha, that we don't know. We don't know. The circumstances are here. Are the Ukrainians actually, and, and there's a neo-Nazi component, a small, a small element that are the troublemakers that are causing these false flag events, but are yeah. they the ones causing the problems for their own people? We don't know. Now. Um, I, I, I don't even want to go down that road personally. Yeah, but I, this is where you and I differ slightly in our views. Right. right? I think there's a fog of war here that's so thick. True. And we don't have all the facts, okay? And there's such little information coming out of there. Is it the Russians that are uh, shelling the Ukrainian neo-Nazis? Or is it the Ukrainian shelling, you know, setting up? There's a video uh, that, that showed uh, setting up a, a, an IED next to a playground. Again, I, there's such little information coming out of there. You really have to go looking. And there are some outlets that are doing that. But you got to go looking, and it's hard to find because the mainstream media is not doing any of their job right and now. And none of this information is verifiable. That's right, and we can't verify it. So, but we're we're not, you know, we're not sure that this is a this is the winning statement. 
you know, in terms of uh, the U.S. Uh, politicians calling out <laughs> assassinations of a world leader. I mean, why are why is Rubio, why is Graham running their mouths? Why do they want to escalate a war? I mean, where do they what do they get out of it? What's the win strategy to doing that? Exactly. It's just it's just nuts. It, why? Why? I, I, I can't even answer why. And there's got to be a no way right away. <laughs> well, this is just, just, this just skips right over. No, this goes to no, no, no effing way. That's right. What in the hell are we doing advocating for the assassination of a world leader? Yeah. Putin is a, a dangerous dickhead. I, I get it. But maybe and, he's not. I, I mean, you and I disagree on <laughs> this alpha. I know I'm going to say it because there's some data points out there that show it. On on uh, on there are certain you have to go looking. Okay, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to find, but I have seen, uh, and again, that can't verify this stuff. So I I don't know. I but I I tend to believe that there is another. There's not enough information coming from the mainstream media to really satisfy my question why. They're definitely not giving me any reason why we need to be running into battle for the Ukrainians, because there may be some other variables going on. So we all just need to take a deep breath and stay put. The object of the game here is to avoid a world war at all costs. That's right. You are not messing with cave dwellers that wear sandals in the mountains of Afghanistan who were hard enough for us to fight and hard enough for the uh, Russians to fight uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. You don't want to go sometimes when you go poke somebody in the chest, you're going to get poked back. And Vladimir Putin, I know you think that maybe there's something else, another layer going on here. I I get it. I can't say I agree or disagree. The jury's still out for me on it. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand what anybody has to gain by antagonizing this man. Uh, if If you bring the focus back a little bit, and you include, you know, you these people that are these legislators are um, people that believe in a world order or the World Economic Forum and Soros. It all goes back to George Soros and Putin and Soros don't get along. So not at all. That I do know for sure. And Soros is losing a lot of money because he pumped up Ukraine with a lot oh, of yeah. money. And there's yeah, a lot did. of things going on there that, you know. There's a lot of things going on that we don't know. So I don't know. We'll just have to keep an eye on it. I guess alpha, there's nothing else we can really say about it. I guess my position, bottom line up front, you Mm -hmm. know, the bottom line for me is we need to avoid direct conflict with Russia at all costs. And you and I agree a thousand percent on that because I don't want to war with, you know, nuclear weapons flying around or, you know, all kinds of problems going on. And I mean, we're trying to, debank uh, Russia right now and you've seen all these companies lining up to do it and it's disgusting. It should just leave things alone. Let them figure it out. It's hard for me as an American and as the kind of person I am and the kind of person you are to sit there and watch what's going on and not feel that urge and emotional connection to go try to fix the problem. Okay. Right. Unfortunately, everybody says we need to do something. Well, what do you propose to do Hmm. against somebody? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, this is what the theory of mutually assured destruction was all about. Right. I have a nuclear weapon. You have a nuclear weapon. Let's just not mess with each other or we're going to start throwing nuclear weapons back and forth. I'm not sure anybody really wants it. But anyhow, listen, we're going to have to sit back and see how that goes. Um, we'd like to thank you for sticking with us through this program. It's kind of a lot of material. We would encourage you to go find the report that Pfizer had to submit to the government, find that documentation, review it for yourself. Do not take our word for it, please. Please let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah, please. I want to be wrong because that's just horrible stuff. Mm. So. Anyhow, thanks a lot. Please visit us on Getter. You know, come see us in our individual pages and follow us on Getter, Alpha Sierra 288 and Bravo Golf, G-O-L-F 592 at Getter. We're coming out on Truth Social. We're up on Telegram. Search for Signal 50 
podcast on Telegram. You should be able to find us. We post some stuff up there from one, once in a while. You know, if you're listening to us, you know how to find us. Please share our podcast and click that like button and share us around. We'd really appreciate it. And again, everybody, please be safe. We'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7-365 and our first responders that are having quite the hard time these days out on the streets working with us every single day. Mm-hmm. Keep a thought and a prayer out for those folks, especially your police officers. They're having a, they're having a tough time. Yeah. Um, the world is not what it used to be. And if you are a faithful person and you believed in prayer, now might be a really good time to be a little bit humble and... Uh, be thankful for what you do have and hope that everything's going to be okay. And on All that right. note, Amen. On that note, thanks yeah. for joining us and we'll see you next time. Take care. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our signal 50 transmission.